Hey guys, it is Tristan with Nerdut's Newsstand, and as most of you know by this time, we have Bianca on with a wonderful new avatar, but you guys may know her from streams or from other channels, but we are going to be doing a new weekly series every Monday talking about different ideas around pop culture. It won't just be comics, but this week is specifically comics. Originally, the idea started because we wanted to do something because both of our birthdays are in November, and now we're going to make it a weekly thing, which I think is awesome because I love talking with Bianca. So this week, we are absolutely going to be talking about some comic pitches we haven't told each other in the comic pitches that we have, and um, see what you guys think in the comment section below. So how are you today, Bianca? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I'm excited for our stream later. I'm excited for this new idea. I absolutely love it. But guess what? You're totally going first. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like class. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I've gotten used to it now. Too bad it had to be when I'm an adult. Right. So, <laughs> so for me my comic pitch is animals obviously if anybody knows or not uh, I I do like animals a lot so uh, so my comic pitch is going to be a team up of sorts I feel like I didn't want to add just one anti-hero villain or whatever so I, I added like a couple <laughs> So for this team, it is Vixen, Animal Man, added Beast Boy on there, Catwoman, and just because I wanted two cheetah. <laughs> I love it. So for Catwoman, I was think I was thinking like since I don't read her comics, I'm like I don't know if she is as much as an animal activist as she was in the Batman animated series where she would do some stealing here and there and then, you know, spend money on, like, charities for animals and all that stuff. I wasn't sure if she still liked that, but that's the portrayal of Catwoman, Selena, that I'm going for. Mm -hmm. And the reason I added Cheetah was because uh, she at least knows the whole animal instinct thing. So, like, she'll at least add some sort of... Um, Don't know if I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, and the reason I added Beast Boy, he's like the youngest of right. all of them. So this is going to be two different comics. One of them is going to be with the adults. And the other one is going to be with Beast Boy uh, starring like Crypto, Ace, Jumpa, the Kangaroo, Streaky. I also heard that Flash has like a freaking turtle. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so like it's going to be two. One that's more like for teens and older people where they uh, do more worldwide issues like um, poaching, extinction, and all that stuff. Uh, and while Beast Boy and the other animals are going to be more about educating kids uh something like a think of like animal planet or discovery channel that kind of thing but we obviously have to keep it interesting <laughs> i like it so 
when I mean like teaching kids, I mean like talking about the attributes, the personalities of animals usually, and the cost. I see when people get an animal, costly it is to have one. And then they end up returning the animal because it ends up being too much money. I've seen it so many times. And I said, oh listen, people say, you know, get a cat, get a dog, get a whatever. It's fun. It helps with your stress and everything. But people don't say how much it costs, especially if you don't know the person's financial situations. You know, people don't tell other people, hey, you know, get a dog. But just so you know, the vet bills can be up to $500, $600 just for the shots alone with the examination. You know, so it's something that you have to be prepared for. But also something fun, like brushing your dog, whether it's long-haired or short hair, brushing their teeth, you know, touching their paws, touching their face, which is incredibly important, especially when they're puppies, you know, uh, stuff that I learned as a kid and has helped mm-hmm. me with this freaking dog I have. I'm sorry, you're not a freaking <laughs> dog. <laughs> uh, and then for the adults, um, like, you know, just fun, action-y stuff, that kind of thing. Though I keep wondering if I want Catwoman as Catwoman or Catwoman as, like, Selena Kyle <laughs> or keep her as Selena Kyle, uh, that kind of thing. Like, keep her in, like, regular attire, just talking about it because I'm not sure if they want, like, Catwoman there. But then I realize I have Cheetah, so it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, so, like, you know... Uh, since Cheetah, like, depending on which, uh, what's it called? Oh my gosh, what's it called? Depending on which um, person she's written by, she can, you know, not eat people or can eat people. So for this one, I want her to keep on the eating people part. She's like, listen, we have to do this to survive. You don't know our instincts, the fear we have around people, that kind of thing. So that's the reason why the relatability, that's what I was looking for. The relatability of she ha- of what she has, <laughs> of being an actual animal with those actual instincts and all that stuff. Uh, I remember reading a really old comic, uh, comic of Vixen and um, Animal Man, which I really liked. So that's why I added Vixen and Animal Man, because I saw that they work together very well and they're very similar in their powers uh, except that vixen mostly relies on the totem and animal man relies on himself except for the recent vixen where just like the new he-man she doesn't have to have the totem to activate her powers though the uh, without the totem it's a little bit limited but with the totem she has more uh, availability so uh, that's what i wanted this to do but like not in one place like gotham or metropolis or star city i want them to like travel the actual world like uh, how differently people treat their animals and all that stuff you know keep it fun uh but let's add like a villain like an animal villain along the way at least at least that's my pitch (laughs) i love it i love it i love you know they don't utilize the animals near as much as I think they should. Sometimes I know they just gave Nightwing a new puppy, but it, like one He's of the strong puppy. I know I love him. He's so cute. It's it's Hallie, right? H A L E Y. Yes, I think that's what it, that's what I thought. But I love like some of the strongest moments in books, like in DC's when um when Crypto 
they thought was gone and lost and he was returned. And it was like some of the strongest moments come from those animals. So utilizing them even for like educational purposes, like you said, is awesome. Um, it, it like it could be the updated Captain Planet, the cool Captain Planet. Oh, I love Captain Planet. <laughs> it was, I remember watching that show. It was so good. <laughs> I was only able to watch it at my dad's house because he actually had the channel, but not in my house. My I just had cable, but he had all the the other channels or whatever. So I I was only able to watch it at his house. The same thing with the Power Rangers SPD. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So that's gonna be hard to top. It mine's totally different, but we actually have a character in common, which is Vixen. Um. Who are you? I, I don't want to go ahead with mine if you haven't got everything out, but I do love it. I'm good. I'm good. I think I'm okay. good. <laughs> so I kind of went along the ideas of what we're seeing in the books right now with um Infinite Frontier and this new like Omniverse. And I apologize if you hear Bane. It is that time of day where he decides he needs attention. So I apologize. But um I went along that ideas. And instead of kind of utilizing just um, going and searching the multiverse, I, I went along more the idea of getting lost in it. So my team would include um, Zatanna and Constantine, Harley and Ivy, Jon Stewart and Vixen. And basically, I, I it would be, I know you, I think you said yours was two. Mine would be like a six issue miniseries. And um, it would start off with these random notes out to these characters that I mentioned all like they have no idea who it is but they it's an emergency and they have to meet at the hall of justice and it's really weird for like Harley and Ivy because why would they be called there and so they're curious right Harley's always curious anyway um and with that they all six end up there and walk into the hall of justice not knowing um that they actually walked into a like teleportation a different multi a different multiverses hall of justice so this is where i would introduce a new character and um i i couldn't think of a good name so i looked up the latin word for portals and it was porta <laughs> so i'm like okay that's kind of that's kind of cool you know a female villainess her name would be porta um i kind of like it so they realized that they were being set up Right. And start to mess with the computer, trying to figure out what to do. And and everybody's kind of panicking. And this villain um, is trying to basically get these people lost in the omniverse that we have now. And in order to return home, they're going to have to play her game. They're going to have to play by her rules. And it's very like puzzly. Right. They got to figure out where they got to go and what they got to do. But she opens up it would be the end of the first issue where she would open up the first, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to call it a portal, but like where she would transport them and they would be going to in each subsequent issue, going to different worlds, but the worlds are, are, are not what you'd expect. We're not going to apocalypse. So we're not going to Oa. The first world would be Disney, <laughs> like <Ooh>. Disney esque. <laughs> right. So like you'd have, princesses and they are you know Constantine and Jon Stewart are dressed up like princes and we've got <laughs> big eyes and long flowy hair and animals that talk and you know with with um, Vixen being able to talk to 
you know, animals in a way. She would be able to talk to these like cute little beautiful squirrels <laughs> and, and try to figure out how to get through this world. Well, in order to do so, they would have to find a tall castle and go and, and climb Rapunzel's hair. Um, I mean, obviously a lot of, some of them are public domain. I know like Cinderella and stuff is. So mm-hmm. I don't think there would be an issue with like that. But, you know, you might have to hint at it instead of actually saying it. But people would know. And then, in doing so, following this this woman's actual game, the next one would be in world of anime. And they would then, instead of being princesses or princess, they would look like anime characters. They would look like they belonged in Demon Slayer. And you could hint at, you know, the idea, you know, or do some dialogue about slaying demons or, you know what I'm saying? Like something along those lines. And they would end up having to go by the end of the issue, having to make their way to this school, you know, like UA um, with a bunch of kids and figure out where to go from there. Again, it's, it's pretty repetitive. There would have to be a lot more like (laughs) toning it down. But um, in the next world would be, have you ever seen, the worst kind of episodes of almost every show is when it's all musical. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> have you ever seen that? Like, The Flash had a musical issue Super or episode. Girl. Yes. Be, yeah. I know even, um, I, I used Scrubs. I used to love Scrubs. Even that had its own episode. Well, this is going to. <laughs> this is going to be a whole world where you can't actually have real dialogue. You have to sing. <laughs> and it's That's going amazing. to be cheesy. <laughs> and it's going to be horrible and it's going to be uh, they have to figure out beats and how to use it and it's I, I mean I wouldn't say it's like educational but like they would have to figure out how you know a melody to open up the next world and then the last world which would be I believe issue five would be hell and if I don't know if you read the newest um uh Wonder Woman blue and gold or not blue and gold black and gold there was number an, uh, five? what's that? Was it number five? Yeah. No, not number five. I'm okay. only number six for Liam Sharp. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't blame you there. Um, there was a, there was a short story in the beginning and I think it was by Tomasi and we actually see Wonder Woman go through the different stages of hell. She comes across like Beelzebub and all of these different demons. And that's basically what the last one would go for fighting through these different levels in order to actually get to a character like Lucifer Morningstar or somebody, somebody, I don't know that they would actually be able to use Lucifer Morningstar because Neil Gaiman really has a hold on those embargoes, but I'm not sure. I don't know how that works exactly, but even so a devil ish type character in order to get through everything. And then, you know, the last issue would be setting up, but um, by the last issue, we see that, uh, Constantine doesn't actually return. And that's because he, he kind of fabricated this whole thing and stays with Lucifer. The whole thing was to get him to that different multiverse and get him back to, um, Lucifer, you know, his lover at that time. So the whole thing was a fabrication from the beginning by Constantine. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I don't know if you've read Tom Taylor's, um, uh, Const- or, what, what, what book is that? It is his Constantine. I don't remember what it's called though. It's like a black label three issue. And he has Lucifer and Constantine, uh, 
hooking up and, and, and it's a really weird dynamic, but it works so well. So I'm like, you got to have a twist, right? So the whole thing, what doesn't have anything to do with this fake villain us. It actually has to do with Constantine wanting to get to hell and using everybody's powers to get him there in some way. Like Vixen would be the main one in the Disney one because she can talk to animals. And then, you know, in hell, we need Zatanna and her powers of being able to do spells. And for like, you know, the anime world, you'd need Harley and Ivy because they're they're out there. They're villainous. They don't care. So, um <laughs> so yeah, the whole point of the the you know exploring this was nothing other than to get Constantine to, to Lucifer, and and yeah, that's kind of just how it would end. I mean, I'm sure they could leave it open for other stuff, but the idea of it actually being because he wanted to be with his love is, I think, a lot more powerful than just because some bad person wanted to do a bad thing. <laughs> I agree. I do have a question. How would Vixen's princess dress would look like? Ooh. Would it be still orange? Just uh or oh, like it would have... orange and black? Yes, uh, it would costume? have to be. Yeah. It would have to be awesome. Like that would probably be my favorite of the issues just because of all the different dresses, right? Like have <gasps> that black and prints. white prints. Animal print on the dress. Oh my god, that the different would be animal so cool. prints. You got some stripes, you got some spots. Get some scales, <laughs> and then have Harley with her red and black, and like yes. long. Oh my god, it could be so pretty if you had like the right artist on it. It could be so good. <laughs> so I'm such a girl, but I love the pretty dresses. And then their anime designs could be really cool too, right? With um the right artist, like Gleb. Me- um, he does Robin Gleb Mekanov. Oh, mm-hmm. he dra- draws amazing anime style. He could do that issue where yes, it looks his anime style is amazing and make them look really cool like that. I that would be I would be interested in something like that. I know it's silly, I know it's campy, but it's fun. And that's I, what I think is most interesting about it. I think for for um Harley and Ivy, it would probably be better if they were animated by Studio Trigger just because they're out there. And Studio Trigger is mostly known for their out there designs. Who's Studio Trigger? Studio Trigger is uh in uh an anime uh animation studio. Oh, they, that's he, awesome. They do it themselves. Like they rely on Kickstarter for their oh, animes. Wow. So like um Little Witch Academia was a Kickstarter. A lot of their stuff is on Kickstarter. They also had um they did uh, had the chance to do some Star Wars Visions um Oh, okay. episodes. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's that's it's out there. I see the animation. That's Studio Trigger. They also did uh Kill a Kill. Mm. If if you I don't know if you ever heard of. Uh-uh. No idea. No idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was definitely my first time seeing something that was out there. <laughs> but I'm not going to explain what that is. Oh, no. Now I'm going to have to Google it afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it would fit series. right. It would fit right in with, like, you know, the whole exploring the multiverse, right? We're just seeing, like, oh, my God, look, there's different worlds that we've already seen before. Like, show us something different. <laughs> Oh, and it would, would work. Each, would each story be by a different artist or uh, one artist, but doing different styles? Oh, I would almost think that you would have to do different artists just because the styling would be so different. Like, 
you I could see somebody like Joelle Jones doing the Disney Princess one because her females mm-hmm. oh, are so it. beautiful. So beautiful. And then, you know, switch to somebody like Gleb Mekhanov who can do that anime style really well. I don't know necessarily that you need anyone different for a singing world. <laughs> a cheesy, that would rely more along the cheesy dialogue because those are the worst episodes, but I still watch them. Like, I still do. They have a charm. They have a charm to them. They definitely do. And I, and I love musicals anyway, but like, it's always so weird to me to see those characters like, um, I think it was they used Music Master in the Flash once and had him mess with people and and now they're all singing and it, and it's weird and it's fun but it's silly and I kind of love it and I kind of hate it and I want to cringe all at the same time. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I didn't mention my artists and 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 whatever. So for me, uh, because for the adult one, there's more females on there i know he's only in marvel right now but if this was ever freaking real i would have carlos <laughs> gomez on there just oh god the way he draws the women yes and i love the I way know. he draws the guys he made me I love the like way cyclops again <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh no. i might yeah, have to send per- you that picture <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know i know he's um the stuff i've seen from him is absolutely amazing like He's the Marvel version of Jorge Jimenez to me. Yes. And then, of course, the one with uh, Beast Boy and all the other animals is obviously going to be Jorge Jimenez. (laughs) That guy could draw every book and I would be happy. (laughs) Yes. I did want to do uh, a crossover with Marvel and their animal-like characters like Reptile or Tigra. Uh, But I realized that I still don't know much about marvel characters where i know for i can i just literally named all all these dc characters because i know that at least like multiple of them have this thing for animals but for marvel i i don't know a character like that like i know tigra but i don't know if she feels that way about animals i know reptile because like he's having books coming out but i don't know if he feels that way i don't know if hellcat feels that way you know i don't know any of them yeah that's a good question do they have like something similar to the super pets i never even thought about that you're right i mean i saw i was looking up superhero pets and one of them is that kitty pride has a dragon with two guns and i'm like how is that real why would he need (laughs) a gun if he has fire powers that i assume he has so I know in humans they have a a gigantic pug looking dog. Lockjaw. Lockjaw. He looks adorable. <laughs> yes, he does. He definitely does. I I I yeah, I don't think they have like a super pets and that, that they should. Like even Black Cat, yeah, she's named after Black Cat, but she doesn't have that at least from what I've read, that drive like Selena does for animals. Yeah, I mean, in the uh, Batman animated series, one of her cats is named Isis. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love that name, Isis. And then, um, well, right now, yeah, you know what? I will say, though, in um, Ram V's, she hasn't been super proactive. She has the strays, which are actually, like, younger kids that she's helping out. But she doesn't, Mm -hmm. she hasn't been, he hasn't wrote that side of her. In a while, in a while, I, I probably since Joelle Jones. It's been a while. You're, I, I haven't even thought about that. They did kind of erase that. That's not good. Oh, I just realized there's another character I could have added. I could have added, um, 
Orca. I believe oh, that's her name. Yeah. But I don't remember what her occupation was. Was she an actual like marine biologist or something like that? I don't know. She's in punchline right now. <laughs> She's kind of like an anti-hero also. Like I know wasn't she a queen of I in King Shark they portray her as like a queen of the seas. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, wait, if she's queen of the seas, then what's King Shark? It, uh, different. I think it's like sharks versus orcas. You know what I mean? Like, I don't oh, know. Orcas would win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they fight a little bit actually in that in that series. But yeah, I don't I don't know enough about orc. I my basic understanding of her has been from Injustice and then King Shark stuff. But yeah, Ooh, I got it. She was a marine biologist. Okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I had no idea. Nice. So she she's she's in she's in my team now. <laughs> now I gotta add her for all the water stuff. But apparently in uh in uh dang um, for, there's two orcas. There's two orcas. So one of them is Grace Balin Balin, mm-hmm. and the one in Rebirth is Dean Toy. So she is actually a little bit different. Um, Weird. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, she was transformed to combat Atlantis in a case of crisis. All right. So she was and- like supposed to kill Aquaman and all that stuff or something like that. And now she's in jail with Punchline. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what happened to being with Nightwing? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. So that's going to be rebooted, and this is going to be Grace. Grace Balin. <laughs> Balin there we go. <laughs> Keep that marine biologist. Like, why would you delete that? That's, like, very interesting. Yeah, that is really weird. I Yeah. I, yeah, well, that'll be that version of it. I love it. When, it. when you were going to pick your characters, just out of curiosity, did you go on... Um, a lot, you know, like a lot of the controversy now is like representation and stuff like that. Did you go for it? You just went straight for the animal characters, right? I went straight for the animal characters. I, I went straight for the characters I love. I'm like, am I supposed to um, pick in, you know, buy in represent? Nope. I'm just, I, I love Constantine. <laughs> I love Zatanna. Harley and Ivy, my favorite. Like, I'm just not going to. And the funny thing about it is even like when I went for the characters I love, they were still like diverse and everything. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. I just Listen, I got a vegetarian on my team, okay? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> you can do some vegetarian rights. Uh, is, is he still vegetarian in the comics? Because when as I watched far as the I cartoon, know. yeah, okay, cool. Because in the cartoon, he was like, I'm vegetarian. And I'm like, you do know that, that you still have to eat chicken and fish, right? No? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Like, I don't know if he has, like, a problem with eating those that stuff, but then he eats pizza. With- yeah, I know. It's, I, I think they just kind of dumbed it down because it was a kid's thing. But Probably. it was – I still liked it. I still like that show. It's cute. It was so anime. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's fun. And they had, like – I seen the – they did, like, a music episode, or like, um even kind of similar to what I was talking about. They did like this whole like rock episode. It went across like three different ah, things. You know what I'm I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm so like, good. It was a musical <laughs> episode, and then you said rock, and I'm like, oh, yep, I know which one. I know which one. Yep. 
I, I freaking love that show. I know I it's it's in the voice actors forum, like those people are quintessentially to me though their voices. Yes. It just I'm even when I hear them much. in different versions, oh they're so good. <laughs> I love it. Um oh there was one thing I was gonna say and I don't remember. It was about the, okay. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Leave it up to me. <laughs> but yeah, that I love your idea. I absolutely do. Um I think I think picking character picking these characters that we pick because we love them makes it a lot more easy to come up with an idea too. Because you know them, you're familiar with them, you're passionate about them. And I think that puts a little bit of a different light on the characters than just being picked because of race or sexuality or something like that. And and it makes it more fun. It makes it character driven and not story driven necessarily. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I didn't even realize that I only have like three girls two boys, one blonde-haired boy, one green-haired boy. Actually, I just say man because he's a man. He's a he's a blonde-haired man. <laughs> and then I got uh, somebody from a fictional place, Zambese, uh, or Zambesi in the freaking cartoon. They pronounce it two different ways. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> just keep it to one. It's like when watch- I'm watching Naruto. People call him Naruto. Some other people call him Naruto. And then Naruto. there's the announcer in Viz Media who, whenever there's an ad for Naruto, he says Naruto. And I'm like, listen, just just say Naruto or Naruto and just keep it that way. Who's the director? Just keep it to I one always, saying. I always thought it was just Naruto. It's Naruto. Naruto is the uh, English uh with the English accent. Naruto <sighs> is if you want to add the Japanese accent to it. It's like manga that and makes- manga. Manga is like I don't know, some I've been hearing some Japanese people say we don't pronounce it manga, we just say man- manga, like manga. And I'm like, is that true? Then that means everybody's saying pronounce trying right. to say everybody's a lie. <laughs> but then everybody says anime wrong. It's pronounced anime but when somebody says well animation and i'm like yeah they pronounce it animation so it's pronounced oh anime you know i'm saying it all wrong <laughs> no it's fine like i i when i was younger i used to care a lot but when i got older i'm like who freaking cares i'll i'll say it correctly when i meet a japanese person <laughs> and i somehow talk about it but that's that's a lie i met so many japanese people and uh, i try not to talk about anime in front of them uh, because I have been hearing from Japanese people, like some Japanese adults, uh, feel weird about anime. Ooh. And so, uh, when I was speaking to mostly, there was a lot of women, a lot of uh, Japanese women, like thirties, forties, and they're like, "Oh, how'd you?" They were they would compliment my Japanese, and like, "Oh, how'd you uh, learn Japanese?" And I'll be like uh like anime and then there two things would happen one was that they'll give me like a weird look or the second one would be silence and then i'm like (laughs) anyway how are you genki this oh genki this genki this yes 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 yes. okay (laughs) oh my gosh like that those moments where you feel totally awkward oh i hate that yeah so i try not to mention it anymore because they seem uncomfortable when I talk about it uh so like I'm like okay I just like I learned some phrases but when I when I there's two ways I know some Japanese 
One of them is anime, Japanese dramas, hearing people talk on YouTube. And then the other one is I have a customer who went to Japan when she was 18. So whenever she would come in, I would uh, practice my Japanese and say, Irishaimasen. And so uh, when I switch it over to, oh, there was also this woman who taught me a little bit. And they're like, oh, really? And that's when uh. they switch. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yo, well, that's really cool that you were able to pick up some from that. I, I like that idea of being able, like, the only other language I really know was my Spanish from high school. So being able to learn outside of the normal realm, I think is awesome. Like, especially your customer. <laughs> that's so cool. I was taught Russian in my Spanish class. <laughs> oh my gosh, you poor thing. And it was, it, it's one of those classes where, I'm, and this is how he got fired. Uh, he was one of those teachers that, hey, do whatever you want. Just don't make trouble. Automatic A. Uh, oh my gosh. And then he'll try to keep the class fun by watching Spanish videos and all that stuff. And then he would talk about his travels, how he traveled all over the world and forgot how to speak English. Uh, and then he asked me, I'm like, hey, what do you want to what do you want to learn? I'm like, oh, maybe Japanese. Russian seems kind of cool. And he was like, oh, and then he gave me a Russian alphabet. And then he I lost the alphabet. I don't have it anymore. So I would actually pronounce things in Russian. And then he taught me Rasiskiya Federatsiya, which means Russian Federation in Russian. <laughs> That's the only one I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we weren't even allowed to walk into Spanish like without talking. Like, you'd have to walk in and be like, my number is L Carmen, because that's what I went by. And because we all pick names in Spanish. If you wanted to go to the bathroom, you'd have to, you'd have to ask, Dande es el baño? Like, you'd have to, you'd have to say things or you wouldn't be a, spoken back to. That's, I want to go to, I wish I went to your high school. Dang. I, went to, I wish I went to yours. <laughs> but at like, least I, I remember it. This many years, late, way too many years later. At least I, I remember it. I have to use context clues when I talk to somebody Spanish. And then I have to be careful with what I say, because if not, they'll talk to another Spanish. Spanish person at my job and then complain about me in Spanish. Oh, she's geez. Spanish. How come she doesn't speak Spanish? She should learn how to speak Spanish. And I'm like, how do you, how about you teach English, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I love and like, it. You're going to do that to me. I'll do that to you. It's not racist. Like my family taught me be bilingual because it's going to help you. So right. when I say, tell to somebody, maybe you should learn English. It's not a racist thing. I'm saying this to help you. I've yes. had elderly, elderly people Spanish people, 60s, 50s, 70s, 90s, whatever, all ages that are considered old, um, they <laughs> tell me, they complain to me, nobody speaks Spanish anymore. I, why didn't I learn English? I thought it would be easy just only speaking Spanish and I didn't want to change my language. And I realized that that was a dumb thing to do. And now I'm old. Oh, no. Like I would hear people's conversations saying, Many times, the reason they don't want they don't want to speak English is because they're too prideful of their own language. They're like, I don't have to speak English for you, and I'm like, okay, don't expect us to speak Spanish for you then. Yep, street goes <laughs> like, both ways. Yeah, why do you think like in like tons, uh, depending on the states, there's one small area that only speaks Spanish, and I'm like, why do you think that is? Because you don't want to learn English and think. Oh, just ask for somebody Spanish. And then they say, you know, there's no Spanish person working that day. And so we have to use Google Translate for everything. Oh, my goodness. That would be hard, though. 
Well, you learn. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. Let's wrap up. Make sure you guys hit like and subscribe. We are going to be doing this weekly. And um, make sure, well, um, Bianca, I would say that, you know, check out the stream later. But by the time this is up, it's going to be too late. So make sure you guys are subscribed. We will be doing this every single week. We will see you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.